coming up. But then once that thing happens and now they're really in it, all of a sudden, the grace that they need shows up. Right? Yeah. God releases the power, yes. releases the strength, yes. releases the wisdom, and gets them through. Man, I'm a witness to that. <laughs> right. And that's what this passage is saying. When you need it, yes. Yes. God will give you the grace. So yes. don't try to create scenarios so that you can test to see if he's going to do it. That's not the way God works. That's not putting faith in God. That's not really trusting God. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert Scott of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Did you know the devil only has three weapons he uses against us? But don't be fooled. He may only have three weapons, but he has plenty of tricks. Join us for the message series, Propositions from the Devil, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn carefully walk through many of the traps from our very real enemy and the tools we possess to be victorious against him. Here's the third message in the series, The Word is the Greatest, Part 5. And so I, I want to ask you a question. This is not a chat question, but I want you to ponder this. Here, since Satan is tempting Jesus' status, tempting him with his status, trying to pro provoke him to... Um, prove his status, to prove his prominence. I wanted you to ponder, in what places do you have status? What places? Is it at work? Is it at the gym? Because, you know, you, you can do more push-ups than everybody, or <laughs> you can lift more weight than everybody. Is it at the the, the, the basketball court, because your jump shot is better than everybody's. So, um, where, where is it? Where, where do you have status? Is it in your family because you're the oldest uncle? Or, and where is it that you have status? In the classroom. In the classroom because you get the best grades. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, where, where is it? You know, I, 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 there's a whole lot of reasons why you would have status in different places. I just want you to think about where do you have status. Then I want you to think about how have you been tempted in those places that you have status? Think about that. How have you been tempted? Yeah. See, this, these are things that the enemy, he, he recognizes and knows about us, mm -hmm. and he will tempt us in these areas. Mm -hmm. So we need to be ready and have our tools sharpened and our sensors on so that we can detect when the enemy is attacking us in these areas. Right. How have you been tempted there? And then I want to ask you, how, how successful were you at not yielding to the temptation mm -hmm. in those places yeah. where you have status? Because you feel like there are things that if you don't do this, then you might lose some of your status. Mm -hmm. But what has been proposed for you to do is outside of God's will. But it's in, in line with keeping your status, though. Right. How have you done in those situations? Mm -hmm. 
when people are looking at you favorably and then you have an opinion that's contrary to theirs, do you withhold it because you don't want to lose their favor because you have status with them? Or do you give them the truth and just and give up the favor because you'd rather be in God's will than in, 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 in favor with them with status? The most important place to be is within God's will. And that is so true. Mm -hmm. So think about it. And from time to time, examine yourself in your status places. Yeah. And to make sure you stand in God's will and you're not, you're not yielding to preserving your status. Mm -hmm. That's a pride of life temptation. That's good right there. That's a, that's a temptation that's, that's challenging you to keep favor with men rather than keeping yeah. favor with God. That's a daily challenge. We, we face those things every day in those places. Yes. Workplace, in our school, yeah. gym, wherever. Yeah. Family. Yes. Man. Yes. Amen. So think about that. And look how Jesus responded to him. After he, the devil tried to now include scripture to prove him. And, and so Jesus replies, verse uh, Matthew 4, 7, Jesus answered him, it is also written. So, okay, devil, okay, you're right. That is what it says. Mm -hmm. But what you don't understand, devil, is that you just can't take one passage of scripture and stand on it. You got to compare scripture with scripture. Yeah. And you got to put it all together collectively in order to hear what God is really trying to communicate. So he says to him, it also says, it is also written, mm -hmm. do not put the Lord your God to the test. Mm, don't test me. Okay. <laughs> do not put the Lord your God to the test. Don't test Jesus, me. Jesus was quoting Deuteronomy 6.16 when he said this. Mm -hmm. And what he's saying is, he what he's saying is, you shouldn't intentionally mm -hmm. create a scenario mm -hmm. just to see if God is going to do what he said he would. Right. <laughs> That's what Jesus, Jesus was saying. He says that that is not the will of God. That is actually a sin. It is a sin to purposely create a scenario uh, to test God to see if he's going to do what he said he was going to do. Okay. Okay. That, that's a sin. And that's what Jesus is saying here. Yeah. All right. Because you put yourself in that situation <laughs> and then you intentionally did it and you're looking out, trying to see what God's going to do. That's a sin. And this truth of this bears out in Hebrews 4.16. Look what it says in Hebrews 4.16. It says, let us then, let us then approach God's throne mm -hmm. of grace with confidence. Yeah. So you go before God with confidence. Why? So that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So it's saying you yeah. go to God with confidence at the time you need him mm -hmm. to get the grace and the mercy. Not a time where you created intentionally a situation where you, you needed something. No, when life, when life happens to you, now God gives it. Oftentimes, people say, and you heard many people say this. Uh, well, I know I have, and I, mm -hmm. I would presume 
mm-hmm. that you've heard some people say it too, that they said, I didn't think I was going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they was going through something and they said, I didn't think I was going to make it. Mm-hmm. In fact, before, when it was imminent that something was going to happen, they was, they was like praying, Lord, I can't get through this. I can't make it. Mm-hmm. But then once that thing happens and now they're really in it, all of a sudden, the grace that they need shows up. Right? Yeah. God releases the power, yes. releases the strength, yes. releases the wisdom, mm-hmm. and gets them through. Amen. Amen. I'm a witness to that. <laughs> right. And that's what this passage is saying. When mm-hmm. you need it, yes. Yes. God will give you the grace. So yes. don't try to create scenarios mm-hmm. so that you can test to see if he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's not the way God works. That's not putting faith in God. That's not really trusting God. Yeah. Just yeah. know that when you need the grace and the mercy, Mm-hmm. You go to God in confidence, and He's gonna give it, give you what you need to make it. Man, that's good. And the devil was trying to get Jesus to test God just to see. And Jesus says, No, the scripture says you don't do that. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. That's what that's all about. Amen. So he threw a pride and a pride. Mm-hmm combination he threw a punch with him and threw it again because he was saying you are the son of god mm-hmm. then let's prove it <laughs> let's prove it yeah jesus says no 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 i'm not gonna do that and understand the devil's throwing combinations because he's desperate now is mm-hmm. it is in the final rounds of the fight mm-hmm. yeah and then lastly the third Third, Satan tempted Jesus' eyes and pride. Mm -hmm. He tempted him with the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. Number three there. That's what his last haymaker he tried to do to knock Jesus out. His last combination. Mm -hmm. And it says here in Matthew 4, 8 and 9. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. That's the lust of the eyes. Mm -hmm. So he took Jesus there. He said, look, look at these kingdoms of the world. Look at how wonderful they are. And that was supposed to cause Jesus to to desire it Mm -hmm. to the point where he would do something outside of the will of God because of what he saw with his eyes. And then verse nine says, all this, Jesus, the devil says to Jesus, all this I will give you. And he said, if you will bow down and worship me, Satan says, I'll give you all of this if you bow down and worship me. Satan was trying to uh, Satan was saying to Jesus, you could have all this, all these kingdoms, all these kingdoms you see, you can be made king of all these kingdoms and you can get the status, that's the pride of life, of being king of all these kingdoms mm-hmm. and this high position 
and you can get it without suffering. That's what Satan was saying to him. You can get it without suffering for it, without working for it, without earning it, or you can just, I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll just give it to you. So Satan was trying to subvert the gospel. Yeah. He was trying to prevent the gospel from happening, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He was saying, I'm going to make you king without the suffering. That's what he was proposing to Jesus. Amen. And he will propose the same thing to us. He will propose status to us without the suffering. Mm -hmm. When that is so not the Bible, this is part of the problem with this, this whole idea of, of um, prosperity gospel. Because it's, it's teaching this concept that as believers, since we are children of God, then why are you suffering? Mm. Then why are you poor? Or why are you going without? Jesus suffered. Jesus was poor. Jesus went without. What do you mean? I'm a follower of Christ. Yeah. <laughs> that Me being a, son, a child of God doesn't exclude me from suffering. Mm -hmm. It doesn't right. exclude me from being without. And this is one of the issues with the whole idea of prosperity gospel. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. and this is what Satan was proposing to Jesus, mm -hmm. that I can make you king and you won't have to suffer for it. Hmm. Yeah. Look, you can have all that you see. Right, right. However, Jesus knew, he knew what his father's will was. Mm -hmm. and he knew it was his father's will for him to suffer. That's right. Because um, he knew that that's how he would ultimately and finally defeat Satan mm -hmm. by the cross, by the suffering. And Jesus said in Matthew 20, 28, Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Amen. So Jesus knew he's one of his titles was Son of Man. He knew that one he came to earth to suffer right. and to give up his life. Yeah. And to serve and, others. And to serve others. Mm -hmm. And Satan is now proposing to him glory and honor without mm -hmm. suffering when Jesus was very clear that that wasn't God's will. Amen. So he says, no way. Um, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that. And so Jesus responded to Satan again in Matthew 4, 10 and 11. He says this. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan. You see there? He calls him out by name now. He says, get out of here, Satan. He yes. says, get out of here. This, this, this fight is over, okay? <laughs> this, this fight is over. You, 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 you threw your best punch at me. For now, you threw your best punch at me. For now, this, this fight is over. This, this thriller in the wilderness is all over now. It's done. Mm -hmm. It's done. He says, get away from me, Satan. Mm -hmm. And he says again, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. He says, I'm not bowing down and serving you. The scripture says that I should serve God only. Amen. And then look what happened in verse 11. It says, then the devil left, left him. 
and the angels came and attended to him. Mm -hmm. This fight is over. Yeah. Okay. So get on out of here, Satan. Mm -hmm. It's over. I know you're going to come back later, but for now, get out of right. here. Right. Yeah. Okay. You get on out of here. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes that's what we need to do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right? And we, we should right. do the same thing right. because as long as we're living, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have temptation. Yeah. And, and when we win our fights, they say, get on out of here. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, and say, you know, I know you'll be back. You know, mm -hmm. you might be back tomorrow. You're mm -hmm. going to tempt me again. But for now, it's over. Yep. Get on out of here. Get on out of here. You, you trying you trying to you trying to tell me not to love my neighbor and God mm -hmm. says no love your neighbor as yourself right. so get on out of here Satan yeah. you're trying to tell me to keep bad company and and to use foul language she said no it's over Satan I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna cuss my mother out yeah. okay <laughs> like, right. like you, you're trying to tell me to do and yeah. scripture tells me to honor your mother and your father and and mm -hmm. you know and to love your neighbor so Satan get on out of here Satan I know you'll right. be back I know you're coming back yeah. but just for now get Get on out of get here. On out. Get on out. We got to remind Satan who we are. I'm yes. a child of God. Get behind me. Get Satan. on out of here. You, you're trying to tell me. You're trying to tell me to take something that's not mine. Yeah. Satan, that's not mine. Yeah. I see it. It's not mine. It belongs to somebody else. Why should I take that? Right. Satan, get on out of here. Mm -hmm. I know you're coming back, but get on for now. Get on out of here. Mm -hmm. yep. I'm going to stand for what God says is true, and I'm going to serve God and God only. That's right. And so this was a grueling fight for Jesus mm -hmm. to the point where the angels came and attended to him. Yeah. This, this was Satan himself, y'all. This is it. So uh, Jesus won this battle. Um, he won this fight. Um, but he was fighting as a human being. He wasn't fighting in his divinity. We talked about that already. Yeah. yeah. He was using the same tools and the weapons that we have mm -hmm. to fight the enemy. And it was a grueling fight. So that's proof that we can we can use those same tools. We can use those same tools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so Satan was Satan was offering Jesus glory without the suffering. Mm -hmm. And Jesus was saying, no, God's way is to suffer, is for suffering to come first, then the glory to yeah. come. Yeah. Satan was trying to flip it. He says, no, I can give you glory with no suffering. And Jesus says, no, God's way is to get glory yeah. because I suffer. Yeah, because yeah. God's got a purpose. He's got a purpose behind his word. So we need to follow it. Absolutely. And even though Satan knew that he was offering glory without suffering, he knew the suffering would come later because he know where his destiny mm -hmm. is, is to be cast into hell. You already know it's coming. Already know. Already He's just know. trying to take as many of us with them as he can. That's right. And I want to challenge you not to be mm -hmm. one of those who go to eternal hell with Satan. Mm -hmm. I want to challenge you not yes. to do that. It is yes. your choice. You do not have to mm -hmm. go where Satan's going. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ has come to give his life for yeah. you. And yeah. you can avoid Satan's destiny mm -hmm. by accepting Jesus Christ's way, admitting that you've sinned against him, asking for forgiveness, by believing that Jesus died for your sin, he was buried, and he rose on the third day for your justification. 
by committing your life to him. Changing your mind about Christ and your direction. You were once going away from God, now move toward God. You can do that today and change your destiny. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time with the Spirit of God. Infuse everybody in your house, young and old. It says, talk about this with your children. Write it on the doorpost. Hang it on the wall so that you can expedite the learning curve of everybody in the house so that when the enemy uses his trick to go for the one with the least amount of experience, you would have done something to speed up their learning curve so that they'll be sharper, wiser, more educated about God's word. Thank you for listening.